Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. There are times in life when I feel nothing, nothing. I feel I have nothing to give. <laughs> I, I want to give my best, you know, to my to my wife, to my kids, but my, my cup is just empty. I'm exhausted. I just I just can't give anything anymore. There's just nothing there left to give. Or times when I show up in prayer and I feel nothing. I I just sense like I, I'm not, my mind's not there. Uh, I'm distracted. I just feel empty inside. I don't, there's no consolations. There's just nothing, nothing there. Or times when I, you know, I have a day where I want to get a lot of stuff done and, and I'm just going from one thing to the next and I'm running around a lot, but I, I don't really accomplish the things on my to-do list. I, I accomplish nothing. Uh, or I feel like a failure. I feel like I'm just not giving my best. I'm giving nothing. What do we do in those moments? You know, this last week was the feast of my favorite saint, St. Therese of Lisieux. And on her feast day, I was reading uh, some of her writings, and I came across a, a little passage, and, and she had just a beautiful line, as she always does, uh, that really encourages us, that whether it's in our prayer life, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, just trying to give the best of ourselves to our friendships and, our, and to our family life, or uh, whether it's we just feel like our our life is meandering and we don't have direction, we feel lonely, whatever it is, when we feel that nothing in life, Therese has this beautiful line that encourages us. She says, you can still give God that nothing. There's still something you can give even when you feel nothing, nothing in your prayer life. You feel like you're accomplishing nothing. Uh, your life is worth nothing. You're not doing anything. You know, when you feel that nothing, there's still a way to unite it with Jesus and give God that nothing. And it's actually one of the most profound moments in the spiritual life when we are giving God from that nothingness. The angels and the saints rejoice when we do this and meet God in our nothingness. And that's what I want to talk about in this week's podcast. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I'm your host, Edward Sri, And uh, I want to give a warm welcome to some new listeners that I know are listening there. I want to, first of all, give a welcome to the the faculty and the, the families, the parents at St. John Bosco Catholic School in Pittsburgh, New York. Uh, it was a blessing to be able to do one of those virtual sessions with them. We were talking a lot about the big picture of the Bible and all the different parts of the Bible and how they all fit together to one great story of salvation. So uh, in, in a 30-minute uh, session followed by discussion, it was a, a walk through the whole Bible in about 30 minutes. It was awesome. So thanks to them. And I also want to give a shout out to this women's Bible study group. This was really fun. I've never done a group quite like this. It wasn't based in any one city. These are longtime friends. For, for several decades, they've been friends, but they've been doing an online Bible study group together for many years. And uh, they invited me to come join their Bible study group. So it was a group from the people from Tampa, from New York, from Texas, different parts of the country. And so a big shout out to the women's group as well. So as we're thinking about this topic and reflecting on St. Therese and this idea of giving God your nothing, I'm reminded of uh, this wonderful quote from St. Therese, and I'm going to share it with you. Uh, I had been praying through this on her feast day this last week, and I just thought, wow, this is so beautiful. And I wanted to share some of the insights here with all of you. So Therese 
you know, love the Lord so much, but just like the rest of us, she has moments of darkness and dryness and prayer, moments when she feels not close to God. And, uh, you know, we all have seasons like that in life, even the great saints and doctors of the church, like the great St. Therese. I'm going to share with you what she says. She was writing about a time when uh, there was this emptiness in her prayer life, uh, and she had no consolations. And it, and in, instead of getting better, it was getting worse. <laughs> she says, today, more than yesterday, if that were possible, I was deprived of all consolation. So yesterday, today, more than yesterday, I was deprived of all consolation. What does Teresa do at this moment? Does she cry? Does she complain? Does she press the panic button? Oh no, my spiritual life is falling apart. You know what she does? She gives gratitude to the Lord. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, beautifully crazy. Uh, listen to what she says. She says, I was deprived of all consolation. I thank Jesus who finds this good for my soul. So why would a feeling of nothingness in in your prayer life be something good for your soul? (laughs) Why would you thank Jesus for that? In what sense could lack of consolation be good for the soul? Listen to what she says. She says, I thank Jesus who finds this good for my soul, and that perhaps if he were to console me, I would stop at this sweetness. But he wants that all be for himself. Now, this is a very important spiritual point, a, a very important point that you'll find from many of the writings of the saints, that, that you know God gives us consolations, he gives us blessings, we feel close to him in prayer many times, but then there are many times where he withdraws those feelings, the closeness. We've talked about this in other episodes on this podcast. But what I like about what Therese is bringing out here is that why does God do that? Why does he not give me consolation? I love him. I, I show up at prayer. Don't I deserve consolation every time? <laughs> well, the, the point is that Therese is saying, perhaps God knows that if he were to console me today, I would want to, I would stop at the consolation. In other words, I would just focus on the consolation. I would focus on what I get out of this prayer time. I would focus on the sweetness that I, that I get. And I would just enjoy that instead of just resting in him, instead of finding my fulfillment, my, my heart's deepest desire is not for consolation, not for a feeling of closeness, but it's God himself. So that's why she, she says, again, I thank Jesus who finds us good for my soul, that perhaps if he were to console me, I would stop at this sweetness, but he wants that all be for himself. He wants my whole heart. Uh, and, and so Therese goes on and says, well then, all will be for him, all, even when I feel I am able to offer nothing. So just like this evening, I will give him this nothing. <laughs> This is so encouraging because no matter what's going on in our lives, and again, I want to look at this from all different angles. Therese is talking about this from her time in prayer. She feels nothing. She's accomplishing nothing. She's getting nothing out of it. She feels nothing of closeness to the Lord. And yet she turns it, she wants to offer to the Lord. But I think we can apply this to other areas of our lives. We could feel this in you know, our, our work. We could feel this in our career. We could feel this in our apostolic efforts, uh, the, the fruitfulness of our evangelization efforts. We could feel it in our own marriages. You know, I feel like nothing. There's, there's nothing with my, my spouse and I anymore. You know, <laughs> there's, there's all these struggles only, and I have nothing left to give with the kids, I, you know, or uh, whatever it is. We could feel this in so many different ways, and I think it's applicable to our, the entirety of our lives. 
that God may with, you know, there's moments in life where we feel like, hey, I'm in a great rhythm. Things are really going well. I've got great balance and, you know, I've got good friendships. Friendships are going really well and my job's going really well. I like the people I work with. I like the people at my parish. Things in the parish are going well. Things in my marriage and my family are going well. We go through seasons of life where, you know, things are humming. And then we go through other seasons in life where we feel nothing, nothing. Have you had moments like that? Maybe you're going through a season of nothing right now. Why is that happening? What do you do? Therese encourages us that even in that darkness, even in that emptiness, we can still give God that nothing. She says, she goes on to say, I will give him this nothing. Although Jesus is giving me no consolation, he's giving me a peace so great that it is doing me more good. See, sometimes God takes away not just the consolations in our prayer life. He takes away the consolations just in life, <laughs> in all that we're, we're doing. And we go through certain seasons where certain areas of our life just feel really empty. They feel like there's nothing there. And, and in those moments, we want to do what Therese advises. Give God that nothing. Give God that nothing. It reminds me of Mother Teresa once when she was leaving the chapel. Um, read the soul of a priest, uh, a friend of mine. I've probably shared this story before here that uh, he, he was feeling discouraged because he was so distracted at prayer. He felt like there was nothing happening in prayer. He was accomplishing nothing. And he didn't say anything to Mother Teresa, but St. Mother Teresa read his soul as they were walking out of the chapel. And all of a sudden they're just chatting about the day. And then all of a sudden she stops and then looks him in the eye and says, Father, never leave the chapel feeling like you've accomplished nothing. Give God, that nothing. And then she moves on and they continue talking about the rest of the day. <laughs> so, but she, it was a really powerful moment. Um, but I think about that line, I think, you know, Mother Teresa loved St. Therese. That was one of her favorite saints and she meditated upon her writings a lot. I, I'm sure she got that line from the passage I'm sharing with all of you. And it's so beautiful that even when we feel like I, I don't have anything to give. I don't have anything to offer God. My life is really messy right now, or it's just dark, or it's just, it feels like it's going nowhere. I can still give that to God. I can, I can offer it to him. In other words, I may not be able to offer him. I want to make this really clear for you, really practical. I may not be offering my, my beautiful, you know, reflection as I'm meditating in the chapel. I may not be able to offer him my full attention. My mind was wandering. I may not be able to offer him this heartfelt devotion where my heart's on fire and I just burning with love for Jesus. Well, I just don't have any of that. I feel nothing, you know, but, but even that I can give that to God. See, I can give him my, my failings my weaknesses, my nothings in all areas of my life. So I will say the same thing to you. Never walk away from the chapel. Never walk away from the mass. Never walk away from your, your prayer time in, in, in your own home feeling like you've done nothing. Give God that nothing. Just say, Lord, this was the best I could do. I tried. I really tried, but I, my heart wasn't in it today. And I, I just feel so far away from you. I don't know why this is all happening, but I'm going to give you this pain. I give you this, this loneliness of being feeling separated from you. I, I give you this, my, my, my feeling of failure, my feeling that I'm not good at this. I offer it to you. That is a wonderful gift. What we're doing is we're not allowing the devil to beat us down with discouragement and despair because that's what he will do in those moments when we feel nothing. Let's turn it around and offer that nothing, that, that weakness, that failure, that emptiness, 
and offer it as a gift to God. We can do the same thing, not just in our prayer life. We do the same thing in like our day. If we just feel like, you know, I, I set out this day to do these three things and, and I just didn't get them done. I ran from one thing to the next and these different things came up that I was had to deal with that wasn't part of my plan and I accomplished nothing. I didn't complete my to-do list. And we can, there's some of us that can gotta be frustrated with ourselves, especially if those of us who are perfectionistic. <laughs> I didn't have a perfect day. <laughs> I didn't get everything done. You know, well, give that to God. Make Use it. It's a gift that God is giving you an opportunity to meet him in your humility, in, in your sense of failure. I didn't get you know the laundry done. I didn't get the lawn done. I didn't get to read the story with the children. I didn't get that thing you know I was supposed to at the story, whatever it is. And, and it, instead of just beating yourself up or being discouraged or sad about it, you realize God in his providence allowed that to happen. And he wants to use it as an opportunity for you to grow in humility, to meet him in humility and admit, I, I can't get everything done. I, I can't accomplish everything. And in fact, today I accomplished nothing. I give you, Lord, this nothing. I give you my, my disappointment in myself. I give you this, this sadness that I have. I unite it with you. Don't, don't ever let a nothing day go to waste. Turn it to the Lord spiritually. Don't ever let a nothing hour in the chapel or a nothing 15 minutes at home doing your prayer, uh, a nothing moment, never let them go to waste. Offer them to God. Uh, you know, we do this in our failures. You know, you, you know, those of us that are parents, you know, how many times do we make mistakes in parenting? We're just like, oh, why did I do that? You know, why I should have been more, you know, attentive to this kid. I should have disciplined this kid more. I should have been more gentle and merciful with this kid. You know, we do all these mistakes, you know, in our parenting, you know, and many times we're just, we feel overwhelmed, especially when we got little kids in the home and we're just drowning. And I just feel like I have nothing left to give. I, I can't make it through the day. Uh, I can't even make it to the bathroom. You know, <laughs> I just feel like I, I just have nothing, nothing there. And we feel like a failure. That's the devil wanting to beat us up and make us, make us discouraged, make us condemn ourselves. No, let's do what Therese says. Give God that nothing. Yeah, there's going to there's be many moments in parenting life where we're going to feel like nothing. We feel like nothing more to give. We feel like we we failed. We, we didn't give our best. And the, but let's turn that to the Lord and offer it for our children. We can actually, you know, on that day where I, I failed, I, I was not a good dad on this day. I, I can actually, instead of just beating myself up, oh, what a horrible dad I was. <laughs> you know, uh, I can actually turn that around and say, Lord, I'm just sorry. This is the best I can do you know, with my own weakness as a dad, and I blew it today. I'm sorry. I, I offer this weakness to you, and I offer it for this child that I hurt. I offer it for them. So now I turn it around, and I, I'm using it for their spiritual good. Never let these things go to waste. When when I drop the ball at work, and I, I make a mistake, I didn't meet a deadline, or I wasn't prepared for that meeting, uh, or, you know, I, I, I just failed, you know, and it's embarrassing, or I feel like I, you know, just really let my boss down, or whatever that is. You know, in those moments, again, just humbly get on our knees. Instead of beating ourselves up, just go, Lord, I give you this nothing. I failed. I dropped the ball. I forgot. I was late. Whatever it is. And I, I, I offer this to you in humility. Maybe I made a resolution, you know, in my, in my spiritual life, like for Lent, I'm going to go to mass every day, or I'm going to go read this devotional book every day. And I come up with this great plan. And, uh, and then, you know, second week of Lent, I'm dropping the ball already. I'm not faithful to my resolution. Offer that. I, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to. It was, I felt like you know, it was nothing, but I give, I give God this nothing. 
when I feel this loneliness in life, do you ever feel that? Where you just feel like I just, I don't have good friends, deep friendships, fellowship like I used to. I miss those, that community I used to be in, you know, years ago or in this other city or this other setting. And now I just don't have that. Offer God that nothingness. All these things in life we, we can do. So I love the spirituality of St. Therese. I want to be clear about one thing though. Um, it's really important here. When I, when I talk about giving God your nothings in life, I'm not, ta- I'm not trying to like say you should just have an excuse to just, oh, well, I failed. I sinned again. You know, <laughs> I'll give God my nothing. Ha ha ha. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like you, you're sincerely trying. You know, you really have a good intention. You really are trying to give your best in prayer give your best at work, give your best at home with your family, give your best with your resolutions, you know, whatever it is, you, you really are sincerely trying and then you fall short or you feel like it doesn't go well or you, 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 you just don't you know, feel close to God in, in the midst of all this. You know, like, like if you're really trying, then you can give God your nothing. But it's never an excuse for spiritual sloth or a kind of lukewarmness where you're, you're, not, you're not even trying. Like that's a different thing. And Therese really goes after that. She, she's very adamant that we have to always, always at least strive to give our best. We are sincerely intending to give our best. And many times we're going to fall short. And, and in those moments, we offer God our nothing. Last thing here, how do we do this? Where do, where do I offer God my nothingness? I, I do that right away anywhere. I can do that in my office at work. Lord, I offer in humility my my embarrassing failure today <laughs> you know i could do that right in my house you know i you know i i i look around and i i see the children are misbehaving and i i wasn't on top of their behavior today and it was my laziness or my distraction and i could just say a prayer right there you know if it's that other thing i could go to the chapel i can fall on my knees before the blessed sacrament and offer god my nothing but the number one place the number one place we unite all of our sacrifices is in the mass at the offertory. At the offertory when the priest, you know, in the second half of mass, it's toward the beginning of the Eucharistic prayer, you know, when he's up there and he's offering the the bread, offering the wine. In those prayers, that's not just like the time for the priest. Oh, it's his job up there. No, no, that's when we unite our entire lives. He says, say, my sacrifice and yours. Remember, that's what the priest says to us. So he's inviting us, unite your sacrifice. That this is the number one place. So if you have been feeling nothing in your relationship with God for a while, if you've been feeling like your life is not going anywhere, uh, if you feel been feeling like, you know, things are just not going well on the home front and you're feeling nothingness there, you know, in those moments, take it to mass, take it to the offering and say, I unite my whole life with you, Jesus, that's being offered up to the father, the, the, the sacrifice of Christ on Calvary is made present at every mass. It's there, the number one place that, that, that our, our sacrifices are, are going to bear the most fruit for us spiritually. If we unite it with Jesus in the liturgy, at the offertory, at every mass. And when we unite our brokenness with Jesus's brokenness on the cross, it's lifted to the Father. And Jesus's broken body was, that was murdered on Good Friday rises in great glory on Easter Sunday. And that same mystery of the cross, Jesus wants to reproduce in you and he wants to reproduce in me. But we've got to meet him in our nothingness, in the darkness, and unite it, especially in the mass.
Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you want to learn more about my virtual online events, I, I'd be happy to come visit your small group. Uh, and you can come uh, and find out more about that on my website, edwards3.com. That's edwardsri.com. And uh, you can reach me directly at events.edwards3 at gmail.com. That's events.edwards3 at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening and God bless.